Let's refine your beauty IQ with help from the most credible and relevant industry leaders and resources. We'll help uncover the answers to your most commonly asked questions, tie them up with a pretty bow, and serve them up on a silver platter. I'm Annie Thurston, board-certified aesthetics nurse injector. And I'm Jenna Irby, licensed esthetician. Welcome Welcome to to Charm Charm School. Hey guys, what's up? We're back. Here we are. (laughs) We're doing a new episode today. Finally, we're so excited. And as promised, we are going to pick two topics, Jenna and I. So um, we'll pick two topics that kind of have a common theme. Today's theme is plumping. Plumping. Plump it up. Plump it up. Um, And then we'll, yeah, get into some kind of commonly asked questions that we get from patients. And, you know, if I have questions for Jenna or she has questions for me, She'll be asking those. Lindsay's here, of course, as also promised to kind of keep things on track. Can't and get rid of me. Can't get rid of her, guys. She's <laughs> like, you know, she just follows us around. Yeah. We love what her. A, what a freak. <laughs> <laughs> just your shadow over here. No, but you're the best. Here to ask all the questions and make sure to keep you guys on the consumer level. So, yeah. So today we're going to talk about hydrodermabrasion and lip filler. All right. Let's do it. Two favorites. Yeah. So hydrodermabrasion is a service that I offer. It is a form of exfoliation that helps to volumize and plump the skin. Love it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because there are various brands that offer devices to do hydrodermabrasion. Right. Um, The more like well-known brands, I will say, would be hydrofacial, mm-hmm. diamond, diamond glow. glow. And then there's also like off-label brands or not as known brands that still offer nice services also. Right. So I in particular offer the diamond glow. But if I let's talk about kind of the evolution of that for a second because it yeah. is a little confusing from the consumer perspective. So gosh, I mean back in the day when I used to work at a plastic surgeon's office, we offered silk peel. Right. And silk peel from my understanding, was the initial uh, hydrodermabrasion service that eventually evolved into what is now called Diamond Glow. Mm -hmm. But before Diamond Glow, it was called Dermal Infusion, which I think the average consumer Mm -hmm. probably is most familiar with Dermal Infusion. And so Dermal Infusion, about a year ago, I would say, was purchased by Allergan. Right, which is the owners of Botox, Juvederm, Kybella. Yes, exactly. So major, amazing company. Yeah purchased dermal infusion, strategically rebranded it to be Diamond Glow. So essentially what they did was they took all of the serums that are used within the dermal infusion, now Diamond Glow technology, and rebranded them to the Skin Medica portfolio. Right. So what happens in a hydrodermabrasion service is it's similar to microdermabrasion, but it's an elevated form of microdermabrasion where manual exfoliation is taking place with an infusion of condition-specific serums. At the same time, right? It's exactly. Like, There's no time lapse in exfoliation and serum penetration. So awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing for volumizing. Plumping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, laughing about the word laughing. penetration. <laughs> Okay, and moving on. Oh, yeah. oh man, that's funny. I just saw the little smirk <laughs> I had together. Oh Sorry, my guys. gosh. Okay. So love you, Beige. <laughs> love you, Beige. So yes, serum penetration <laughs> for the win. But yes, these serums are um simultaneously going into the skin and 
before when it was owned by dermal infusion, we could actually say that it was going to the dermal junction layer of the skin, which is like essentially the space that is in between the epidermis and the dermis. And that serum was going to that layer of mm-hmm. the dermal junction layer. Um, now that it's owned by Allergan, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. So okay. am I going to get in trouble for saying this? I don't, I don't know. No, you can say whatever you want. As far as uh, it's, so, so, but, but before, if you were training, you couldn't say it if it wasn't on label, but yeah, yeah. 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 So, so now that, um, that technology has been bought by Allergan, um, we basically explain it as an amazing exfoliation technology mm-hmm. that infuses serums topically onto the epidermis of the skin, right. um, allowing for that natural exfoliation, all of the dead gunk, the skin cells, makeup, debris, dirt, oil, pollution is going into a waste jar. So it's pretty cool because at the end of the service, you can kind of see what's accumulatively accumulatively collected within that waste yeah, jar. Yeah, it's uh, quite gratifying to see it that is. actually. Like, wow, okay. It's pretty fun. Um, very oddly satisfying for oh, sure. yes, for sure. So as the skin <laughs> is being exfoliated, serums are simultaneously going in. It's being exfoliated. All of that, like I was saying, dirt, oil, cellular debris is going into that waste jar. And the result is a very hydrated, plumped, healthy skin. Mm -hmm. So full circle, again, it started off as silk peel, went to dermal infusion, is now Diamond Glow. The serums used within Diamond Glow are the same ingredients from the previous like the uh, actives the right? actives exactly are the same as what was used in dermal infusion what is an active well just particular ingredients so whether like it's their vitamin, vitamin c's, c's whether it's um hyaluronic acid exactly yeah like i believe that their ingredient formulation actually is the same um but since then they actually have created a few I think one more additional serum. It's using their TNS technology. Oh, hey. Cool. Sign yeah. me right up. TNS yeah. is the holy grail, people. We'll link that up if you are not currently using yeah, TNS so that's on a, a daily a basis. Yeah, growth factor-based um, serum that is now available within the Diamond Glow cool. technology service. Um, so I love Diamond Glow. I've obviously had it for a few years. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Would you say that that is like, you know, the superior, I feel That's like it's the superior one in the market. And obviously there yes, are other I, good I, competitors, but yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, yes, I think it's superior because when I researched what device to bring on, I was led to that device. Mm-hmm. However, there are a few other amazing ones too. And if I could have all of the things I would, cause I have FOMO and I want all the things. Totally. Um, cause hydrofacial is also amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, hydrofacial in comparison, actually it's funny about, was it maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago, my girlfriend, Rachel, the esthetician and I actually created mm-hmm. a chart. Like basically, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Basically notating what is hydrofacial, what is dermal infusion? Cause it was at the time dermal infusion. What are the differences? Um, and what we determine are the main differences is, well, one, hydrofacial is more of a chemical exfoliation, okay, utilizing glycolic acids, whereas dermal infusion is generally speaking more of a mechanical exfoliation mm-hmm. utilizing the diamond tips. I will say hydrofacial, though, does have a diamond tip option, but it's very rare that people integrate that into that service for some reason huh. from the research that I've done. Um, so yeah, when Rachel and I were collectively making this chart, the main difference is being that, again, uh, hydrofacial is more of a chemical exfoliation. In general, diamond glow slash dermal infusion is more of a mechanical physical exfoliation. Mm-hmm. And then also the boosters are different. Um, and also the preparation and the steps within hydrofacial are also different. Like there's more steps. Mm-hmm. Whereas with dermal infusion, it's kind of like one step utilizing the same serum and the same ingredients right. the entire time. 
I think what is genius, though, on hydrofacials behalf is that they utilize all skincare lines to make these boosters for them. Right. So like Zio Skin Health, I believe SkinCeuticals um, and a few others have branded serums that they integrate cool. into hydrofacial. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. And they're very specialized serums, which is also really cool. Mm-hmm. So there's a hydrofacial is equally as amazing. It's just a little bit different, different of a process. Yeah. yeah. But overall, under the umbrella of hydrodermabrasion. Right. Um, and wouldn't you say this has kind of almost replaced old school classic microdermabrasion? Yes. And I, and I think that for those, I mean, these machines are very expensive. Right. So for professionals who maybe that's not in their budget to purchase those types of machines, microderm is still an effective service. Mm-hmm. And you can have microdermabrasion. And if your professional knows what they're doing, they can align it with enzymes and chemical peels and really elevate the service. Um, But in general, I would say hydrodermabrasion is is the next step above microdermabrasion. And I've had both too. I mean, I'm sure you've had it both I used to to have a crystal microdermabrasion machine. And there's crystal microdermabrasion and there's also the diamond Diamond. tip microdermabrasion. And I've worked with both. And again, they are effective services. Right. But now that I've done hydrodermabrasion, it's I like, like you it can't. way better. Yeah. I know. What's the difference though? I would say after a regular microderm, I still felt like a little gritty almost. So, yeah. So Beige, uh-huh. the difference is remember with hydrodermabrasion, think of the word hydro, like it's infusing serums simultaneously as that exfoliation mm-hmm. is taking place. Whereas classic microderm, it's just exfoliating the skin. Okay. So after a service, it can feel a little dry, potentially dehydrated because that serum penetration isn't happening simultaneously. So even if you have a microderm service, they put serums on afterwards or a mask uh-huh. or whatever you decide to do. There's just this lapse in time where product could be going in and getting deeper into the, the skin. The penetration mm-hmm. isn't as deep. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my God. We're getting less proper around here, is, apparently. And this is why we have Beijing. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why Beijing's here. Yes, but yes, that's exactly, exactly it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hydrodermabrasion is amazing. One of my favorite services to offer. You partner it often with dermaplaning. You can partner with LED. I have a protocol with SkinFit. That's a signature protocol where I integrate chemical peel into the actual service too. So there's a lot of ways that you can make it um, super customizable, but it's it's for sure one of my favorites. Yeah. And how does it align with this whole plumping topic that we're on? So again, with dermal infusion, there were particular verbiages we could use. Like the skin would be volumized and plumped for mm-hmm. three days by up to 70%. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that verbiage now that Diamond Glow is the new name and it's owned by Allergan. But previously, we could say that it would volumize the skin by up to 70% for three days. And it does do that. Mm-hmm. It, because it, it really helps. Serum. Like if you're about to go to a big event or something too, and you want your skin to have that nice, plumpy, Supple. dewy glow. Yes, yeah, it does. It really that. does. There's no other technology. And I tell my clients this, that literally extracts and Uh purges out everything within the the skin, those fine lines, the follicles. And it's such a nice reset too. So even if you're not going to a special event or you just want a really good like reset to the skin so that your home care products can work better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just have this nice like blank canvas, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. It's just such a good option to flex in from time to time. You can even do it instead of regular facials. I feel like you would get more out of that. Yeah, so like, exactly. So we in SkinFit have like kind of classified dermal infusion. Diamond Glow is like our dermal infusion glow facial. Mm -hmm. And so we integrate that technology 
and then do some other things with it too. Right. So it really gives you that glowy, fresh, like vibrant type of look to the skin. Because you guys, let's face it, these celebrities whose skin is glowing from the rooftops, yeah, it's their injections and yeah, it's their laser, but it's them routinely getting yep. topical facial treatments. It's constant. Hang up the headphones. We're going to go do a dermal infusion. Yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> seriously. But seriously, though, if like I, you're selling me on this service, so if... I, you know, I'm sure everyone listening is going to want to come and get one, but is everyone technically a candidate or is there people you wouldn't? Pretty much. Pretty much everybody is a candidate. Um, if you're pregnant, obviously check with your OB. But for the most part, the ingredients um, are safe for most people, unless you're specifically allergic to something in that ingredients list, which your professional should be identifying in your and, you know, consultation. Yeah. So um, even those with like a compromise barrier, because I know we've talked about compromise barrier before with dermal. Yeah. Planning. If I have a brand new client, which if I have a brand new client, often their barrier is compromised mm -hmm. and sensitive and sensitized. And it can potentially be a first time facial for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. And, and even also, I will say with Diamond Glow, they have different tips that customize the treatment, as does Hydrofacial and some other of the hydrodermabrasion services. Um, but also they have acne brush head tips, too. They have a body hand piece. So Body? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh, and man. your face will shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> it's branded well, too. It's yes, true. It is. It is. Um, body? What area? Like, chest? Girl, I could do your booty. We could do all the things. Yeah, you can explore. It would be really magical if you could have like a full body dermal or oh. diamond glow um, before a spray tan. Oh, like how long yes. would you have to wait? How long should you wait to, after you get a spray tan to do a dermal infusion? Or how long should you could you get a spray tan after a dermal infusion? So spray tanning diamond glow. I generally say with any facial service, I wouldn't come in for a facial service and then go get spray tan that day because right. all those ingredients are now going directly into your skin. Um, I mean, you could do it, but it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. It's like, wait at least a couple days. Because the ingredients that are utilized in spray tan potentially might not be the best for your skin. Totally. Um, so good question. I mean, I think that for those that are doing spray tan, because if you're getting facials, you're clearly not somebody who's sitting out in the sun. Right. You right. should not be. Right. Um, so spray tanning, I mean, I would wait for sure a few days. Yeah, just a couple days. If someone was going to do it before a big event, would you say and they were trying to use a spray tan also like in conjunction yeah. with it? Like yeah. Yeah. So I would say for a big event, if you want to do a hydrodermabrasion service plus spray tan, I would maybe if it was like a Saturday event, come see me on Monday, do your spray tan Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, and if you're not spray tanning and I'm familiar with your skin, you could come see me like Thursday before the service. If it's Saturday, you can even do it Friday. Honestly, it really depends right. on if I understand your skin and I know your skin and you've been seeing me. Yeah. You're so, doing your stuff at home. um, you're talking about hydrodermabrasion here and we're talking about also doing it on the body. I mean, that sounds like a lot of surface area to cover. Yeah. Sounds kind of expensive. What does this cost run usually? I know it's hard to say because you can pair it with so many different things. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, and to be straight up, I don't do a ton of full body treatments. You don't. I don't mm -hmm. um, because the serums are costly. Yeah. It would take a long time. It's just not something that I do a ton of. And nobody's going to probably regularly be wanting to do their entire body. So it just isn't because they would want to put their budget towards their face. Right. Yeah. That's just the reality of, in my practice at least. Right. 
Um, so I would say Diamond Glow on average should not be less than $150 and probably not more than $350. I mean, it just totally depends upon where you live. Um, and what else they're adding in. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah but at minimum, it's going to be $150 mm-hmm. at minimum. Can you add on like the chest? Because I feel like that's an yeah, area oh, yeah. that yeah, I would Absolutely. Be... That's an easy add on. Yeah. Okay. And I, I do that on a lot of my clients too. Um, and I think people are like, oh, 150 And that's at the lower end. But it's like, people have to understand like the cost of goods right. or the cost of like the actual parts that are used in these types of services, mm-hmm. like the tips that are not One reusable yeah, that right. are, you know, I mean, these services cost your professional a lot of money. Right. So when people hear price, sometimes I think they're like, oh man, but it's like the amount of resources that go into providing the service to you guys, the value is there. Right. And when you're well, doing the ingredients are they're good. They're not exactly like things it, that are, they're going to take care of your skin. They're absolutely. benefiting your skin. So absolutely. that science is where, yep. why you're paying for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I love hydrodermabrasion. It's a staple in my practice and I, I will always be offering that as like a top fan fave love for it. sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, we've had it done before and we've done it after microneedling and it's like a game changer. Yeah, if oh, you, like a few days after? Yeah, like a week or so after. Yes. Yeah. You yes. know, if you've had microneedling, you know that sometimes you can peel, sometimes you don't peel, but there's sometimes just a layer of almost like a dry skin buildup. Yeah. Well, and I feel like microneedling can make the skin for some reason feel initially like kind of tight, tight. like a little dehydrated yep. almost. Uh-huh. Totally. And so that's exactly what a hydrodermabrasion yeah. service does is it reinfuses hydration. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, if you could do a microneedling and then like a week later do diamond glow, that's Next a level. match Amazing. made in skin yeah. heaven. And not even that, but currently with um, how hot it is here, like yes. it's just, I feel like my skin is mm. so dehydrated. Diamond glow is such a good summertime facial when it's 120 degrees out. Some people might not be a fit for a chemical peel. They still want rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. They still want anti-aging. And that's when you would do something like a diamond glow. Yeah, it's like a one size fits all. Yeah, it's you amazing. Know, it really is. It is. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's move on to else? you, girlfriend. I want to talk about plumping up those lippies. All right. With the queen of lips. Why is everything queen better plumped? Li- I, I don't know. <laughs> plump skin, plump mm-hmm. lips. Boop, like, I think it just is a sign of like youthfulness, right? It just gives yeah, you like yeah. that See. youthful, bouncy, fresh look. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about lip filler because that to me, I think is like the new, the new thing or has it been the new thing for a while? Yeah. I mean, I would say lip injections. I mean, since I've been injecting the past few years are becoming definitely more and more How long have you been injecting again? I have been injecting for, geez, a little over five years. Um, You queen. I've been in aesthetics for since 2009. So when did Kylie come out on the scene? So Kylie kind of came out right as I was probably in the beginnings of my my stuff. And I will say for she for sure made things more widely like talked about. Yeah, because, you know, plastic surgery, these aesthetic services are sometimes taboo, although they are now becoming, I would say, the opposite where people almost think if you're not doing these things, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you, you know, great yeah. aging as gracefully as possible? Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely did kind of pave the way. Um, and, you know, to that point, lip injections are so customizable. And so I think a big fear is that they're going to look like Kylie Jenner. Or they're yeah. going to look like Kim Kardashian. And some people want that. Some people don't want that. And um, I love that I really can 
customize exactly what I want to do with someone's lip, you know, depending on their specific anatomy, whether that means to avert the lip, to kind of work on their cupid's bow, to work on, you know, perioral lines, either above or within the lips. Um, What's that? So, um, commonly known as like smoker's lines, even if it's not from smoking. Mm -hmm. So some people hold a lot of tone like in their upper lip when they just purse Mm -hmm. their lips when they're talking (laughs) and thinking and things like that. Um, And so if you have those little lines, a touch of Botox can be helpful in the lip as well. But, um, you know, there are lip fillers that are specifically designed for lines. Um, And so I love that you can do really anything. You can go rejuvenation and you can also go augmentation. So talking about those lines, I don't know if this is like a wives tale, but um, should we not be drinking out of straws? I mean... You got to live your life, you know? <laughs> I don't want to mess up my lip gloss, y'all. No, no, no. I mean, I think straws are fine in okay. moderation, you know? Yeah. I mean, just like anything. Look at my water bottle top know, here. It's yeah. like you got to purse your lips yeah. a little bit to drink something. So it's not like I a w- make or break. Yeah. I would say if you're starting to get little lines in your lip, maybe just ask your injector for a touch of Botox right there. Cool. Um, that can really help just with the relaxation of those lines and prevention of lines mm-hmm. in a moderate dose. What is your favorite product to use in the lip Mm. for filler? I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to say because every lip needs something different. And so, you know, I definitely use a lot of Juvederm products in my in my practice. So regular Juvederm, which is classic, you know, Juvederm and then it the portfolio has now evolved into Vicross, meaning that there are other family members of the Juvederm family where there's lip filler, which is Volbella. There's a filler for nasolabial love fold me lines. some Volbella. I love me some Volbella too. Um, Velour is used in nasolabial folds and then there's also Voluma. So those are all Juvederm products, but they're kind of new and improved because they have a longer duration. Um, Volbella has definitely um, been a patient favorite because mm-hmm. it can either go after, you know, little lines and be as very minimal as somebody wants. Like, you know, older patients, they get really nervous about having lips that look overdone. Yeah. Not even just older patients, a Any lot patient, of patients. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think some older patients are more conservative and more cautious and they feel like a larger lip would be distracting on mm-hmm. their face. And I agree with that. Um, but you can really put in a little bit of it or you can also make a nice pillowy you know, finish with it. And that product usually lasts for about a year, which is really cool for people. Um, and I feel like, and honestly, it's not that expensive. That's what I was just going to say. Not, I mean, not, you know, people have their own beauty budget, allocate how you see fit. And it's not inexpensive, but like for the value of how long it lasts, right? it's not bad. Totally. I mean, I think people are surprised, honestly, by how long that it lasts. And I, I think the new formulations are, they are better for duration. I mean, regular Juvederm. When I first got my lips done, I think I was like 27 or something. And we used Restylane, um, which is a beautiful product. It was, you know, that and Juvederm were really kind of the two things you could use in lips back in the day. And those products are still great. And, you know, every injector has their own style and their own preference. And so I think if you're mm-hmm. a good injector, you can make any filler probably work. Yeah. It's um, like technique. Yeah. And placement is really more. It really is key. Um, but what like, I what saying? about these new ones that are coming out? Because it seems like brands feel like they always have to be like on top of like the newest and most innovative product. And like, for example, like Russell and just came out with Kiss, right. which is like the cutest marketing name. So It's a beautiful product. How do you navigate like flexing in like these new products? Because it's like, why fix a wheel that's not broken? Yeah, I think, you know, it can be overwhelming because there are a lot of good products that do a lot of good things. Kind of like skincare, right? Where there's 
there's some active ingredients that are common thread between all of them. And they're doing a great job if they're formulated the right way. Um, again, I think every injector has their own little preferences and tips and tricks and things that they like to do. Um, when you're looking at fillers for the lips specifically, you only want to use a hyaluronic acid based filler because those are reversible. Those are also the only ones that would appear natural looking. So you wouldn't want to use something like Sculptra in your lips. You wouldn't want to use something like Artifil, Bellafil, um, any collagen type of things like that. Um, so definitely hyaluronic acid is the, the most safe. I feel like we need to back up a little bit and talk cost just a little bit, yeah. like ranges for, I mean, like Fobella, for instance. First which, time patient comes in, they want yeah. something super conservative. They're like, what, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's with when I am meeting with a patient for the first time, I will show them photos of patients who have lips that look like them because that's really key. You know, you can't totally change your anatomy and, you know, we can definitely do things to kind of tweak and change and, you know, modify a bit within reason. And, um, so you have to be kind of respectful and mindful of the tissue. Um, half of the people that come in that want something done, you know, they are pumped after the first syringe that they get. And that's all that they want for the rest of the year. And then I have I'd say the other half is like, I loved it so much, but I just want a little bit more. Yeah, they always so, love the swollen look. They do. But you know, it's, I like being able to kind of a offer little little more, bits, just, yeah. just little bits just at a trip, time because it, up. you know, it, every patient is so different. Some people just want that tiny little, tiny little bit. So it depends on the product that you're using, but I would say on average, lip injections are probably going to be between four and 700, um, per syringe, um, or per treatment. I know that's kind of a broad range, but that's pretty typical. Yeah. If you see anything far below that, I mean, steer clear, you really want to be careful. (laughs) Um, you know, I mean, that, that is reasonable for how long it lasts. Yeah, you know, totally. Um, and also I think it's amazing because you can, build upon what you've done mm-hmm. with them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if they come in and show you a picture of somebody and you're like, this is attainable, but not after you've done a few sessions, like setting those expectations for them right. too, right? It's like, it's right. kind of like an accumulative approach sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I feel like the um, best results come from those people that we see probably about three times when they over co- time. Yeah, mm-hmm. over time, because I feel like when they celebrate their anniversary. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's a hashtag. <laughs> yes. It is it. actually, we take before and after photos of every patient every time after every treatment. And I am sure that that is a bit annoying to some of them sometimes. However, it's so remarkable. Yeah. Their transformation and like just, it's oh, like yeah. you literally look like you're looking at a um, them aging backwards yes. and yet time is moving yeah. forward. Yes. So it's and awesome. It's- good because I feel like we see ourselves every day and so you don't notice those subtle changes that happen. Totally. And like, don't. You have to have the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I literally you guys had a this was last week I had a client and she's a doctor like very knowledgeable very in tune with what's going on um, very cognizant of yeah. just like you know what's happening and we've been doing a series of chemical peels on her and I had done two already and I always say three like you just said is the magic mm-hmm. number I feel like three sessions is the magic number for everything Um and we did a before photo on her and it was her second, third time coming back in. So I was like, how is it going? Have you seen any like lightning? Cause we were trying to address her pigment and some melasma even. And she's like, you know, she's like, I don't know. She's like, I think I see a difference, but I don't know. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, let me do after photos today. Mm-hmm. And usually I don't even like to do them until after the third one. Right. But I was like to appease her and just give her some confidence. I was like, let's do some after photos. So we did after photos. She saw them and she was like, 
oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's because you see yourself yeah. every, every single, single day. day. Yeah. And sometimes you don't, like you can't justify it or like envision it in your head or remember. And right. so it's like weight loss too. Well, yeah. I mean, I used to work with a facial plastic surgeon and there would be patients that would have rhinoplasties done that literally were like, I don't really see a difference, you oh, know? Shit. And so, but then you <laughs> would show crazy. the before and after and it's like, I mean, that, they're like, yeah, wow, okay. you're right. Like, you did do something, which seems funny. No, that does seem crazy, but, though. You know, but I think that that really speaks to a very common thing in yep. lip injections, which is that sometimes you can kind of forget where you started and mm-hmm. you may not see yourself correctly. And so if yes, your injector is true. telling you, you know, I really think you're at your limit, you know, it, it really is for your safety, too. You don't want to compromise the tissue of your lips by overinflating them. And I never want my patients to look ducky or done. I never want anybody to know you've ever had anything done. And so what you're saying sometimes less is more. Huh? What you're saying that you say? Um, which which one? Yeah, which say? How much time do you have? <laughs> uh, n- everyone will notice, but no one will know. Oh, that's a juvederm saying. Oh, is uh-huh. it? Oh, yeah, I love it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. everyone will notice, but no one will know. It oh, might be a Botox favorite. thing or juvederm slogan. I'm not. Oh, well, and even with these damn masks, people are still coming in for those lips. They're oh, like, yeah. who cares? Like, you know, you would, yeah, you would want. You would think maybe <laughs> that, that would slow. But I really, I mean, self care. I think people are just like, no. If I'm looking at myself. Yes. in the mirror 24-7 and I have to be all day long yeah. I'm going to look fabulous I have to be on my Zoom phone calls I, the amount of people actually it's remarkable to me how many people have seen new things on their faces just from simply mm-hmm. video chatting like perhaps a patient that you know, maybe just would get Botox in their crow's feet and not anywhere else on their face. And then now they're like, oh, Lord, these lines. I need it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and that video, that, if that lighting ain't hitting you right, you're oh, going to be noticing all of put the things. beauty filter on. Yeah. yeah. Do they have a Zoom beauty filter? <laughs> I think there is one. I think there is one. That's funny. Um, oh, my gosh. So I think one of the other questions that we typically get a, a lot is in regard to pain. Mm-hmm. Is it painful i mean it i feel i mean i've had it done so i can't really speak to yeah, it you, but what would you say your experience has been with me with you I, you have like the lightest touch of all time like i don't think thank you you Those angel can, fingers yeah, yes thank seriously, you guys. it's like a little sprinkle it's like a little wand and you like, just boop. <laughs> you <look> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> no but thank i you mean i know because i work here obviously that your numbing cream is superior and yeah. you have a really good combination of lidocaine and tetracaine yeah. Wow. Look at me. Yes. <laughs> Don't it, say the secret sauce, page. Yeah, no. I won't. Um, but it does really work wonders. I think the lips are more of a sensitive for sure. Area. For sure. Um, but you do you yourself as an injector do have a very light touch. It's kind of like tattooing. I feel like if you've ever had a tattoo, um, some tattoo artists are very heavy handed and other and it's kind of the same principle. Mm-hmm. And you're both utilizing a needle. Um, so I feel like your touch is very light. It's definitely, um, you know, dependent, like you said, on the pressure that people use and, um, numbing cream, of course, the the numbing cream we have is amazing. Mm -hmm. So you're going to kind of feel like you're drooling on yourself, but you know, well worth it. It's a little better than being at the dentist because it wears off faster than that. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, there are, of course, every patient has different pain, you know, tolerances. And so, you can know. we talk about the dental block really quick? I was yeah. literally just thinking Some that. people can go to their injector and they can do like a full on. Yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, you know, dental blocks are, it's not, 
<laughs> things could it go wrong. It just seems unnecessary it, to me. It, it, it is unnecessary. <sighs> I've never had, I mean, I, I would say of the amount of patients that I have had that say lip injections are too painful to tolerate, I could count them on my hands. I mean, it's yeah. not, most people are like, even if it hurts a little bit, they're like, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, a full on dental block is very painful. Yeah. That, so it doesn't make sense to me. No, I don't, it's pretty aggressive. It lasts it's like a, psycho- it must be like a psychological thing or something. It well, it also, um, for me as an injector, I don't like it because it knocks out the ability for them to smile and animate. And I have Ooh. my patients when I'm injecting them, making kissy faces, making smiles, yeah. you know, making all kinds of faces because I want to see how that product looks when it's moving Yeah, to make sure it's placed correctly. And so, yeah, yeah, I don't do that. That's Sorry. intense. If you want a dental block, I'm not your gal. <laughs> not your gal. <laughs> you heard it here. Yep. You're here first. Well, what else about lippies? What else? I would say other common questions I get. Let's see, like who's best suited for it? We talked about that. Um, you know, how long that they last, the pain. Yeah. And I feel like um, consultations are definitely key. But the thing that I like that you implement is a consultation and same day treatment. So that mm-hmm. way they can save their time and come in for one Totally. You you take the time to really go through the consultation with them. Um, And so I think it's important to know that you can have a consultation and a same day treatment. Totally. The consultation is honestly, as Jenna, I'm sure would totally agree, as important as the service itself, because Mm -hmm. if you're not discussing what their, you know, not only their immediate goals are, but also their long term plan, you know, what they're looking for. no, we can't, we can best serve you by doing that. And so I love making like long-term plans. I always tell people don't feel pressure to ever do anything in the yeah, same day. Right. Yep. Um, we can talk about it. We can do it. We can talk about it. We can also talk about other things and, you know, make a long-term plan for you. This has, doesn't have to be like an evolution of your face over one day. It can be over a year or however long you need it to be. Yeah. Love Little it. bits over time. Do you do kind of circling back around? Do you do hydroderm abrasion on lips? Oh, I love that. I do actually. Yeah. So when we do the service, there are different treatment tips. So when I do the eye and the lip area, it's a flat treatment tip. So it's obviously not abrading the lips, but it does give a little bit of a volumizing Cut. and a plumping. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That, that plump. I know. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I had that do... done to my lips one time and it's Feels so nice. nice. Mm-hmm. We've also done um Microneedling, right? Oh, yeah. We do microneedling uh-huh. on the lips. Mm-hmm. We love a pouty lip. Yeah, we, we do. love all the collagen. <laughs> all like, the we need all the yeah. plump, all the collagen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need it. Totally. I love this episode. I know. I'm I know. ready for my hydroderm abrasion and my lip, my lip injections. And I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, so cool. I feel like um, we need to, if people want to get these services, how yeah. do they contact you? So if you want to see myself or any of my glow experts at SkinFit Aesthetics, you can always go to SkinFitAZ.com and check out our menu of services. Cool. Do you take um, DM? Like, do people reach out to your DMs ever? You can definitely DM us. But I will say that the online platform is super easy to navigate. You can book online. You can be hands off in terms of like calling me or you can call me and I will chit chat with you. But, <laughs> but we're all really busy. So it's super easy to just navigate yeah. the online platform. And, yeah. But yeah, if you shoot me DM, I can definitely yeah. respond to you as well. Yeah. You can do it at your leisure in your bed at nine o'clock when you think about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I we, Before we close this episode, I do think there's one more thing that we should talk about, mm-hmm. um, which is the downtime with oh, lip injections. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, you know, Everybody's different. Anytime you put a needle in your skin, you could get a bruise. You could swell a little bit. You could, you know, have some tissue swelling 
in more, you know, in one area than another area. I always tell people filler is going to go in and be good, but in two to four weeks, it's going to be great as it kind of settles. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, if you are lucky, you will have no downtime at all. Um, you know, it, it, it's not anything that I think you necessarily have to take off of work for no. or anything like that. If you want to be ultra careful. Yeah. Well, especially right now. Yeah. Um, if you want to be time. ultra conservative, yeah. I would say, you know, maybe do it on a Friday and then take the weekend off just to see how you personally heal before you go back on Monday if you really want to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really not bad. You know, I would say if you have a big event or something, do it at least two to four weeks before a big event just to allow full healing and yeah. everything. Um, but it's really not bad. I feel like I've had injections before and gotten terribly bruised and it was gone in a few days. Um, I've also had injections and didn't bruise at all. Yeah. So it depends on what's going on yeah. with your system. If you're taking supplements, mm-hmm. you're drinking variables. Like, yeah. yeah. The last time you did my lips, I don't think I bruised at all. Mm-mm. I feel like I felt normal within the next like three to five days. Yeah. It's not bad. No, it's really not. not if somebody wants to get their lippies done with you, where do they reach out? Yeah. So you guys can book, um, through our website, which is skincharm.com. Um, and then you can also call or text our office anytime. So all of our phone numbers and everything are listed on my Instagram, which is at nurse Annabelle and at skin.charm. So we can't wait to see you in the clinic. Yeah. Give us a call. Thanks guys. Let's plump you up. Yeah. Class dismissed. Dismissed. Had to do it. (laughs) I like it. Thanks for tuning into that last episode. Make sure to stay connected with us. Go to wherever you download your favorite podcast to subscribe to Charm School and be the first to know when our newest episode is released. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Charm School Podcast. In addition, you can check out our personal Instagram accounts at Nurse Annabelle and at Esthetician Jenna. Also peep our blog at charmschoolpodcast.com. Hashtag welcome, welcome to, to Charm School. Charm School.